Four minutes after 6am, welcome into your Tuesday morning of unadulterated sport here on SCNZ. Daniel McCarty backed by popular demand. The demand coming from the bosses because someone's sick, not the population of New Zealand. But kia ora all, wonderful <laughs> to be back alongside this fine, fine crew. The star of the show looking resplendent, rocking the scarf early. That's off, it must be game time. Like a boxer taking off the robe. Get Here he is, our heavyweight champion of the world. It's <laughs> yeah. Tony Kemp. Morning, fella. Morning. What, a, what an <laughs> intro, Dan. You can do that every morning if you want. <laughs> yeah, but I had the scarf on. Jeez, uh, getting starting to get that that feel for winter coming through. And um, I loved it this morning. Got on and watched the cricket. I know you were too, Dan, watching the cricket up there. What do you think? 163, is it enough? Or do Pakistan come back and... Just start smacking it around, and we can't control it. Can I? Can I wait twenty odd minutes? Um, <laughs> can I wait till one of Rizwan or Barbara's arm is gone? In fact, can I wait till both of them are out? Yeah. These two, um, you know, arguably the very best international opening partnership going around. Barbara's arm, Rizwan have just been uh, the heart and soul of the batting lineup of Pakistan for a number of years. If we're to look at the totality, the the New Zealand innings. Uh, it's just below par as far as historical scores in Lahore can be. The average score is about 165. The good thing about uh, bowling second, though, is generally um, anything around par tends to be a winning score. New Zealand are just there with 163 to their names. The highest run chase at this ground uh, in the history of uh, T20 cricket is only 176, and I think there's only been five scores above that. So New Zealand have a real chance here. Uh, batting first, I think, was so important. I, I was a little bit worried at the halfway stage again, uh, Kempe. If we look at, you know, if we, we separate the opening 10 overs of the first two games, um, Pakistan, I think, were plus... 37 and plus 27 um, in game number one. That means that through the, the first 10 overs, they'd scored 37 more runs than New Zealand did after 10 overs and 27 more runs than New Zealand did in games one and two. New Zealand at the halfway stage here were just 64 for two. And I must admit, I was getting a little bit um, uh, frustrated. Yeah, I, I was, I was, because New Zealand are depleted. They've got a host of players in the IPL. You know, one of the great, I think, tragedies in international cricket is, for some reason, we all know it's probably political, it absolutely is political, Pakistan players don't get invitations to, to the IPL. So Pakistan's stacked. It's their, mm. it's their top side. Um, and they have, you know, arguably one of the best bowling attacks in all of, um, you know, T20 international cricket. So uh, it was always going to be difficult, and I was a little bit frustrated at that stage. But uh, Tom Latham, Daryl Mitchell put on a really good partnership with 65 off just 43 balls. And then we had our best period through overs, sort of 11 through uh, 13, you know, with, what, nearly 40 runs scored in that. And I was thinking, hold on, we're going to get 180 here. But then we lost Mitchell and Latham in consecutive overs. Still did quite well, though. The, the new batsman coming in, getting adjusted, it's not easy. Uh, but we're able to eke our way to through to 100. Well, eke's probably not the right word. Uh, 163 for the loss of five. So nearly 100 runs off those last 10 overs, Kempe, 99 to be exact. So, you know, pretty optimistic, and so far so good as uh, Pakistan find themselves. Oh, what a catch, Kempe! What a How catch. How is that from Rajan Ravindra at third man? And the good Wellington boy. The Adam Mill, another good Wellington import. Um, <laughs> and Baba Azam, who got 100 in the last game, is gone. A bit of a slashing drive, and it's carried all the way to third man, and Rajan Ravindra has taken a, uh, a, a brilliant catch. So six for one with one ball remaining in the second over. Um, um, I, this very long answer to your question, 
I started a little bit dark and overcast. I'm sunny now, Kempe. I'm happy. <laughs> and Ravindra there coming straight out of the pads because he had, he had the uh, lasted bat, pulls off one of the catches. Oh, diving catch, diving to it? his left. Yep. Got plenty of... Uh, Oh, plenty of stretching the hammies there going down for that one. And Baba, <laughs> Baba, bye-bye, Baba, he's, he's gone. Baba, bye-bye. I like that. There's a lovely ring to that. I'm going to steal that next time uh, we commentate cricket. Bye-bye, Baba. Wonderful to see you. Um, the, the rather trickily named. Uh, you've got to be very careful with this name, uh, Kempi. There's a man's coming into bat. Yes, and uh, he's quite a player. Um, <laughs> he's a very good player coming in at number three. But this is a really positive start for New Zealand. 6-1 looking to defend 164 uh, T20 series. Five of them. New Zealand need to win three if they're going to win a series. It, 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 you know, I would have given 1% chance of winning the, the T20 series. I give them more of a chance in the one-day um, yeah. Yeah, mainly because Pakistan's such a good T20 side and such a great bowling attack. Um, and, you know, New Zealand missing so many uh, key players. So we'll follow that with great interest. Uh, and all going well, we'll catch up with my running mate on a Saturday, Kempe. Uh, pro- this game looks like it's going over time. So, uh, you know, producers be aware it might be a fluid situation. Um, we're going to try and uh, track down uh, one Grant Elliott, who is uh, with the Pakistan uh, Broadcasting Crew, providing uh, wonderful coverage, I'm sure. Um, uh, for the for the local and international television feed. So, um, Mr. T.S. Elliott, Grant Elliott, will join us at about uh, 20 to 8. Hey, we've got a great show lined up, as uh, always. Hey, we, we had a bit of fun at <coughs> Arsenal fans' expense yesterday, didn't we, Kempe? We're going to talk, uh, we're gonna talk some football after 7. We'll head uh, to the UK and actually uh, you know, pick a path how these uh, two sides, Arsenal and Man City, um, will get to the finish line. Um, but also joining us on the show a little bit later after... Uh, 8 o'clock as he hurriedly tries to find. He was a birthday boy yesterday. He was. Kempe. He was. He was. Carmo. Big Carmo. What would that make him? Would he be sort of close to 60? Have to be, wouldn't he? We'll have to, we'll have to ask him. Now, I'll tell you what, he don't feel it or look like it because he's gone he from the top eh? of Cape Brianga all the way down to the bottom of the bluff. Hopefully they've got some oysters down there waiting for him after that effort um, <laughs> with Richie Barnett and of... Of course, uh, the team of I Am Hope. Yeah, look, Rick Wells, I saw him on Friday night too when they pulled into Auckland. Um, they called into Hotel Ponsonby, one of the sponsors up there for this um, do drop in. And, geez, those boys look fit. Carmo, Carmo uh, Richie Barnett and Rick Wells, they all look like they can pull a football jersey on still. Um, and I guess they have to be too, you know. Great calls for Mike. Had a, had a bit of a chat with Mike about it and... You know, when you think about it, Dan, the, these guys doing what they're doing for mental health, uh, and especially men's mental health, yeah. uh, I tip my hat to them. You know, it's not like they've chosen to do it in January, the middle of summer. They've chosen to do it and go, instead of going south or north where it gets warmer, they're going the other way around. So, you know, I, the first thing I would have said if, if that was me to Mike King, I said, no, 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 we're starting at the bottom, mate, and we're going to finish up here where, <laughs> where the bones don't get colder, they get warmer. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you don't you don't trust your ability well, to, you, to maintain a standard. You, you're on a sliding scale here. Well, I don't know. You're like, well, Karma was a back row, <laughs> Richie was a winger, and you've got and you've got, I don't know where Rick Rick played, but there was obviously no halfback in there with brains, mate. Because that's the first thing I would have said. Like, get me in the water, down yeah, the coldest water now. It's it's you know it's April. Don't get me in there like in 
two weeks' time when I'm freezing already because mm. I've come down through your home, Wellington, down through Christchurch and having to end up down there. Yeah. Man, who knows what's coming from down there? It'll be a polar blast <laughs> exactly. probably in a week's time. Who knows? Who knows? If it's Rick Wells of triathlon fame, he's at home on, uh, you know, uh, bike. He is so or, or the, fit. He uh, is so fit. And, and, and on his two feet. But every time I call Karma over a weekend, he's doing I'm just going out for a monster swim. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm out doing something, so I can't wait to catch up with uh, Ian Jones, the former All-Black great, well, one of the very best locks we have ever produced. Uh, we'll catch up with him after uh, 8 o'clock. Uh, so we've got lots to get into today. Uh, what we do like to start off with is the uh, can't wait question of the day, and rather pithily yesterday, I, I was joking uh, about the question you should come up with for today. I didn't expect you to actually go through it. Um, it is there, but I, you know, Joe and I didn't get off on you know the, the best of terms yesterday, did we, Kimpy? And I've gone away. I've reflected. I've reflected. I've analysed my performance, and um, you know, I'm going to be a little bit nicer. 